passing Live this life But son, we don't see shit She caught my eye Man, make my wife I know she wanna be saved She sending a time Have a good night Welcome back, everyone, to a new week of Inside the Dome. I am John Dadera. I am joined with Carlin Jacob. And Carlin, man, it's been a little bit of a long weekend for us. How you been, buddy? I've been pretty well. How have you been? Not too bad. Not too bad. I've been on Red Zone all day today, just watching football. And hey, it's nice it's to have a bye week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Normally bye weeks suck because your team doesn't play and you're bored. But when you're a Steelers fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, this was nice having a bye week. There were a lot of interesting games this week in the NFL. And we'll probably be covering some moments in Under the Lights, which drops tomorrow. And then our NFL recap, which drops Wednesday. So we'll be talking a lot of NFL there. There was also a lot of college that happened this past week, too. Uh, my WVU Melaneers probably had one of the greatest moments I've seen in WVU football and also one of the worst moments in WVU football that I've ever seen. So all of my thoughts about that probably under the lights as well. So stay tuned for all that. But. We're not talking about football today. We're not talking about any other sport. We are dedicating a whole episode to hockey. Week one of the NFL season, or not NFL, NHL season is complete. sir. Before we talk about this, though, once again, as always, Sunday Night Football is on. We will not be really (laughs) watching it, but it's on the background. Though, game hasn't even started yet, and there was already a penalty. Really? (laughs) Yeah, there was a shove. Oh, God, by really? the Giants, yeah. But uh, it's always on in the background. And like John said, we will be discussing the NFL moments on other lights and the NFL recap. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Remember, every Tuesday on Friday, you get to see our beautiful faces on YouTube. So make sure you go over there. And as well as when you see this, the schedule is posted on Instagram and X, as well as Facebook. So make sure you go over there to see what the schedule is like for this week, as John and I have a lot of stuff going on. But getting back to business, hockey was its first week. Pens are two and one, bro. Didn't think that would happen. I really, I mean, you were there for two of the three games, and we'll start with the Penguins first, specifically how they did this week since we are Pittsburgh fans. So we'll be talking about that the most. But real quick, I I want to say one thing. Normally, when I look at hockey stats, I use the NHL app, but... For some reason, they decided to update the NHL app, and it is completely garbage now. So I hope they change it in the future. I hope they fix it. So I wanted to make that point. But so I have to use ESPN. But Carlin, you were there for two of the three games, the game against the Blackhawks and the game against Calgary. Am I correct saying that? You're muted. Wrong way around. I okay. Anyways, yes, yes, I was, I was there. Um, so I went to the home opener, and 
I'm going to talk about this real quick. I've been to every single opener for every sports team this year. I've been to wow. the Steelers home opener. I've been to the Pirates home opener, and I've been to the Penguins. Number one, this is going to shock you, Pirates, without a doubt. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Because, first off, it's the only home opener team for the city of Pittsburgh that won their home opener. But also, that energy in that stadium was absolutely nuts. Never seen a game like it. Number two, Steelers. Steelers, you know, football's back. Everyone's hyped. But there were too many Niners fans. <laughs> and the game was just crappy for what we thought it was going to be. In third place, I put the Penguins. The Penguins honestly put on a good show. Um, They had, like, the little wristbands that lit up. And, then, like, they did a little pre-show and stuff. But they just couldn't connect on the first game. It was bad. It was really, really bad. Brian Rust got the first goal of the season. So shout out to Brian Rust. Um, not the first goal of the season, but the first goal for the Penguins of the season. Uh, and looking at their stats for that game against the Blackhawks, um, yeah, they just really couldn't get anything going. It it wasn't good whatsoever. Um, I do want to say too, though, for the Blackhawks, Connor Bedard didn't really do anything special. From what it looked like, I was up in the nosebleeds. It's hard to see going back and forth. Um, but with Connor Bedard, too, um, I'm so glad his first goal wasn't an open net goal. <laughs> that would have been like, like, I get like, yeah, it's his first goal. But like, legendary hockey player in the making, first goal was an open net goal. I would have never hit it in if I was him. Just like, get the goal. Like, get the goal you deserve. But yeah, that team did not look good. I remember texting John. I was like, this doesn't look good. And then I'm going to let John talk in a second. Then we played the Capitals on the... When did we play the Capitals? We played the Capitals on Friday, Friday. the 13th. Yeah. Um, we won 4 nothing. Didn't really watch it. Um, Wasn't too interested. It's also on ESPN+, Plus, which I hate because it's another thing you have to sign in to watch something. And then last but not least, we just played the Flames yesterday on Saturday the 14th. And that game was literally one nothing, And then for some unknown reason, they came out, scored two back-to-back goals in less than a minute because Mike Sullivan told them to get their shit together. And they got their shit together. <laughs> yes, I'm saying it. I, okay. I said I said frickin' in real life, and I did not say frickin'. But they got their shit together. And I'm glad they did because that was a rough game to watch those first two periods. And I know you tuned in for them. So I want to hear your thoughts on this Penguins team. This young Penguins team. Uh, I don't know if I'd say young, but they're one of the oldest teams. They're young, and let's put it this way. They're young in a sense, besides Malkin, Gino, and Malkin and Gino is the same thing. Malkin, Latang, and Crosby. Everyone else is young. Carlson's not really young. Okay, besides Carlson. And Riley Smith's not really. They're still Jeff Carter. They're still one of the oldest teams. Yes, there are are older players, but we're getting the younger players that we need because when Crosby, Mulkin, and Latang and Carlson, and Carter leave, who's going to lead us? Jake Gelson's going to be captain. That's obvious. Yeah, I still want to say this team is young, but this team has newer faces. I will say that. So it does look a little bit different. What's funny with the Cal... What? One more thing, sorry. One more thing. Yeah. Um, they like so you know how for opening days and stuff. Besides, the NFL didn't do this. Well, the Steelers, but for the opening day for baseball, they go through the whole lineup. 
and say who's yeah. who. So they did that for the Penguins. And one of the guys from Cleveland. <laughs> Oh, and so the announcer goes from the worst place. Oh, I forget what he exactly said, but he basically said, "Welcome to a better place." <laughs> That's funny. I'm not gonna lie, but it's funny with the Calgary game. I took a little break from watching it because I think I was doing something, and right when I stopped watching, they started to score. So I think that I might have been some bad luck there that day, but. I got to see some of these games, but game one against the Blackhawks, uh, Brian Rust and Sidney Crosby had the two go- the two goals, so the top line really contributed there. And then Connor Bedard had his first point in that game. It was often a, of an assist, I should say, and then he would eventually score a goal in his next game. But, I mean, this game was all right. Jari wasn't bad. Jari is going to be the focus of discussion for the Penguins for I feel like almost every single game that he's in because they signed, they signed him to a pretty decent deal. I'm not going to lie in terms of starting goaltenders and we locked him up long-term and I don't think he's been bad in this stretch, especially game two, which I'll get to in a bit, but game one, he wasn't bad. He had 32 saves on 35 attempts. So not bad, but they just going to get a lot going the first game. Uh, trying to see their shots i'm sorry espn is so hard to navigate so yeah they have 41 shots against the blackhawks so they had more shots than chicago did but peter mrazek their goalie who the penguins have faced many times in the past shut them out completely so you could say they ran into a good goalie but the shot attempts had to be better but well honestly i think this way this is the team who had the number one overall draft pick this year, too. Yeah. The thing is, is that they weren't even the worst team in the league last year. Who was the worst Be- team in the league? In my, to my knowledge, it was Anaheim. And Chicago, I think, had the third best odds in the lottery. And they, they got the first pick. Yeah. I honestly, yeah, Anaheim, they're still bad. I mean, we'll get to them when we skim through the rest of the week. But... Yeah, the Blackhawks, they played good their first game, but the Penguins, they had a rebound. I think a lot of Penguins fans were scared after the first game against the Blackhawks. But on Friday, they played against the Capitals, and this game was on ESPN+. Plus. Which Actually, I think it was... Actually, I don't even think I was able to watch this game, but it was on ESPN+, Plus, and this was a much better game in general. They scored four goals. This game, the four goals came from, if I pull it up, there we go. Evgeny Malkin had a goal. Sidney Crosby had two goals in this game. Both of them were on the power play, so the power play was very good in this game. And then Riley Smith, who the Penguins got from the Vegas Golden Knights, had his first goal. And it'll be a trend when we talk about the Calgary game too, but the second line with Riley Smith and Evgeny Malkin have started off strong. I mean, Malkin's looked very good to start this season. I mean, he leads at, the uh, NHL in points. Yeah, he and Gensel both have six points in the league right now. So, actually, I could see if that. There we go. Let's see. He is tied. It's a four way tie for the most points in the league right now. Austin Matthews has six as well. 
from the Toronto Maple Leafs, and Elias Pettersson from the Vancouver Canucks also has six points. So Malkin and Gensel are right up there at the moment. So Malkin's oh, yeah. had a great start. But they won four to nothing. Uh, I like the first line. I like the second line. But the second line, in my opinion, or not the second line, the third and fourth lines, hopefully they can start contributing more on offense. They haven't really done it yet. It's primarily been the top two lines. Jari had a shutout against Washington. He had 19 saves. For Washington, they didn't start their starting goaltender, Darcy Kemper, because he actually gave birth to his son that day. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. You worded that in the worst way possible. Uh, oh, His okay. wife. Gave his birth. wife gave birth. His wife okay. gave birth. Yeah, okay. Back yeah. up. His okay. wife, uh, yes. Okay, but, uh, um, okay. yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. His wife, you know what yes, I mean. yes, yes. Okay, but yeah, he was not there. He was there to see his son get birthed. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would miss it if I was dad. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah, so the Capitals had their backup in for their first ever game of the season. So, but the Penguins played well, though. They played very well. And then Calgary, right after, they won 5-2. to two. And at first, the Calgary goaltender, Jacob Markstrom, was shutting out the Penguins for a while. But then they finally started to click. They really did. The goals came from Brian Rust, who had a second. Riley Smith, who had a second. Malkin with the assist. Uh, Jake Gensel had a goal. Evgeny Malkin had his second goal. And then Brian Rust got his third goal. So Brian L- Rust has three goals this season already. And that <laughs> that ties with Sidney Crosby for the team lead. Who was the open the net? Moment. Was, it, was it Malkin? The open net was uh, Rust. Rust, that that's what the third goal of the season. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, but this was a good game. And then the last thing, one thing I've like, one of the power plays looked, it's it's had chances against Calgary, couldn't really convert, but it's had chances. I like Carlson uh, on the top pairing. He's very good at moving the puck. I'll say that. The last thing I want to say with the Penguins regarding these first three games was uh, the backup goaltender, Alec Nedeljkovic. And he was from the Hurricanes at first. And he was actually the Carolina Hurricanes starting goaltender at one point. And they started to him in the playoffs. But about like two to three off seasons ago, the, the Hurricanes decided not to roll on with him. And they decided to sign two veterans instead. So they moved on from Nedeljkovic. So Nedeljkovic went to the Detroit Red Wings for the past two years. And he essentially, he was the starter at first, but then he would eventually lose the job and was even demoted to the AHL at one point. So he kind of fell off from his days in Carolina. So the Penguins brought him in as the backup, and they moved on from Casey to Smith, who actually got a victory with the Vancouver Canucks in his first start. So we'll mention that later. But they brought in Nedeljkovic. I was very curious to see like what form of Nedeljkovic the Penguins would get, and he looked very good. He had 40, 34 saves on 36 shots, and he could be a very good backup for the Penguins, I would say. Jari's going to be the starter no matter what, but I was optimistic when the Penguins got Nedeljkovic, so he's going to have to be huge because last season Jari had his issues, his injury issues. 
and Casey the Smith was not reliable during that time. So Nadelkovich might have to be thrown into the fire at some points this season. So I like what I saw, but uh, Carlin, any final thoughts from the Penguins these first three games? Two. Number one, the shots on goals are horrible. It didn't get better till the Pens for the I, – I, like I said, John and I really didn't watch the Washington game. It's harder when it's on ESPN+. Plus. And also, it's a Friday night, and we have things to do. <laughs> um, So we didn't really get to watch it. But the shots on goal against Calgary was 29, and I think in the second period they had five shots on the net, which is really bad. That should not happen. And then, obviously, they came out and made it from – it was like 10 to 15, and then they ended with 29. So they basically doubled almost by like one point. They basically doubled – their shots on goal which helped a lot they need to get more shots on goal also the penalties are hurting the main reason they lost the opener i would say is because we spent half the time in the penalty box and we're trying to kill the penalties and that's what started so slow with calgary is the penalties we were in the penalty box too much and then we just couldn't get anything done um and then obviously they kicked it into high gear which is good because they needed to but hey you're two and one uh we're gonna see what happens i mean you play detroit uh, the one is it 18th? I'm pretty sure I saw. Yeah, the next game I believe is on Wednesday for the Penguins. And yeah, so... yes, it is against the Red Wings. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, those are my quick little thoughts. I like it. So yeah, the Penguins get a little break until their next game that will be against the Red Wings on Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. I believe that game is going to be on TNT. Uh, yes. Yep, it will be on TNT. So primetime game. There will only be two games that day. The only other game is the Capitals at the Senators. So what what game are they doing? Um, that's going to be they all play at once. I don't What's know that? if that's for a while. That comes up soon. It might be Thursday. Is it? This Thursday? No, no, it's Saturday, the twenty-first. They all play. Yeah, it looks. Yep, they all play. Yeah, you're right. I see a lot of games. <laughs> They're gonna do uh, so that if you don't know, the NHL is gonna do like a red zone type thing, uh, where they're gonna like switch between all these games of like who's winning and stuff. And uh, yeah, tickets are low as fourteen dollars for some games. That's nuts. Honestly. That's pretty cool that there would be a red zone for NHL. I think that'd be very fun. But I think the hardest thing with it, though, is that with red zone for the NFL, when someone's in the red zone, you know something's going to happen, so you can flip to it. Yeah, Hockey's really hard, but also red zone is a little bit delayed, so they're going to know if something happens right away. That honestly, you know what? That is a good point because, well, Normally, when there's like out of nowhere touchdowns, they'll show highlights. So they'll probably just show highlights of goals that happen out of nowhere. They'll probably just be rotating throughout games randomly because it's, or maybe like if a team's on a power play, they'll go to that team. Yeah. Or, or they'll do like, like the that. full screens. Yeah. Or just rotationally go in. If they missed a goal, they'll show a highlight of the goal. Yeah, but exactly. I think it's a cool idea, though. I really do think it's a cool idea. But. Once a month, Moving then. on from the Penguins and just a little bit of the league in general, I kind of wanted to go over just the top players in the top teams right now. So 
leading the league in points. We already said it. Uh, it's a four-way tie between Austin Matthews, Evgeny Malkin, Elias Pedersen, and Jake Gensel. So two Penguins are up there for leaders in points across the whole NHL. So congrats to Malkin and Gensel. But in the goals column, Austin Matthews for the Toronto Ma- Maple Leafs leads the league in goals with six right now. I believe that was only with like two games. Yeah. So that was with two games played by the Maple Leafs and he had ha- a hat trick in both games. So Austin Matthews is having a great start to his season. Uh, Elise Pedersen, Jake Gensel and John Tavares are tied for the league leaders in assists with five. And then it's kind of hard to talk goalies right now, but Jake Ottinger for the Dallas Stars and Mackenzie Blackwood of the Sharks lead in the goalie uh, stats right now. And right now, the overall standings one week in. Uh, in the Metropolitan, it is a, uh, I guess Carolina's at the top with four points. Pittsburgh also has four points, but Pittsburgh has a loss. And then in the Atlantic, Boston has four points. Toronto has four points. They're dead even. And then right now, uh, Central Conference, uh, Colorado has four points. They're leading. And then the Pacific, and this goes to Vegas. Vegas currently has the most points in the league right now with six. They have three wins so far. The defending Stanley Cup champions are right now the best team in the league. They have six points, three and oh. The worst team in the league technically right now. I mean, there are five teams with zero points, but at the dead bottom of this list is Edmonton. They are 0-2 right now, so they are the team that has Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and right now they are one of the worst teams in the league. And another team, this will probably make us happy to say, Washington, also zero points right now. So, as Washington, fans. Washington, uh, the Ducks, um... The Sharks, the Kings, um, I'm trying to think else. The Devils, no, no, the Devils one. Uh, the Sharks yeah. and Kings have the, a point. They the got Sharks. a, they got a overtime points. Okay, <laughs> that is the worst thing about hockey. The worst Look. thing about hockey, the point system. Look. You, am I wrong? What do you mean? Why? Explain. Why in the heck is it three points a win? What did Why you can't say? It be one? How many points do you get if you win the game? Two. Two. Okay. Why can't it just be one? Why can't it just be the win? Okay. So here's how. Do you know like how it fully works? Let me... Yeah. It's two points if you win. It's yes. half. You get a half a point no matter what if you go to overtime. And then if you win overtime, you get the full point. No. I thought that's how you get no. one point. Okay, yeah, let me let me explain here, just for any new <laughs> hockey people listening to. So, if you win a game, no matter what, it's two points. So, if you win the game, it could be in the regular time period or overtime or shootout, you get 
two points. If you go to overtime, no matter what, you are guaranteed a point. Whether you win or lose, you're guaranteed one point. So if you lose in overtime, you keep that point. If you win in overtime, you get two points. That's so stupid. Why can't it just be a win and a loss? Well, it's just overtime. Uh, they did credit overtime. Why? Because they Congratulations, did. you're mid. Well, I mean, it's hockey. It's 82 games. They just... Baseball doesn't do it. Well, they don't... That's just how hockey works. Baseball doesn't do it. Nope. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. I mean, it... Well, okay, it's let annoying. me say this. Let me say this, because I work for the radio at U92, and I've had to talk soccer before. And soccer, they, I mean, they, they actually have flat-out ties in soccer. But ties yeah, are good, do. technically. So... You technically get rewarded for ties. So it's almost like saying in hockey, you get rewarded for making it to overtime. Let's say that if you play the whole 60 minutes and it's a tie game, hard-fought effort, you can at least get out something for that. So, Well, think about too, NFL. NFL has ties. It's rare, and but it has ties. And it does benefit teams. It does. The, the but also it benefit. hurts. Think about it this way. It should be one point no matter what. You win or lose. I don't think it. this tying crap should matter or whatever. It, at the end of the day, if you win the game, you win the game. Well, it's technically... Eh. I mean, the other thing, too. There is one thing, though, with hockey, I will say. Hockey is a lot harder, in my opinion, than... Oh, yeah. These other sports, no offense, it's but like than football, yeah, just in terms of like what it takes on each player that plays. So if you go sixty minutes and you're out there, you're taking hits. You're, I mean, some of these guys play like twenty to thirty minutes a game, and you go to overtime, and you get nothing out of it. Like if you lose, I mean, I don't know. I I don't hate it. As somebody who's watched hockey well, for a lot I of years, agree to disagree, and that's the beauty about life. We have our own opinions. Yeah, Let's I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, baseball. I guess in baseball, if you go extra innings, okay. But I would agree with you that baseball is easier than hockey. That's that's easy. Think about mm. all you have to do is hit the ball. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, it's hard to hit a ball, but think about it this way: you're not running around on the baseball field for sixty minutes at a time. I will say though, here's one thing too. I will say this because um, I want to compare it to the NBA because the NBA is also eighty-two games. <laughs> uh, NBA is easier. They don't. The chances of an NBA game going to overtime is like. So, like way less like the chances of, of it happening are way less in my opinion the chances of a hockey game going to overtime are a lot more common than let's say baseball going to extra innings or anything like that there are a lot of hockey games go to overtime a lot of them do so i think it's just a way to reward teams in a way just for making it to that point so i mean I agree, we agree to disagree, but sport is a little bit different, and I don't hate it. Now, if we wanted to talk about things like the hockey playoff format, 
and stuff like that. We could have a nice talk about that because I, I prefer some of the other leagues' methods when it comes to playoff seeding. But in terms of yeah. points, I don't hate it. But it's a good point. It is a good point. I mean, it is different it's, than be, same some of thing the other be, leagues. Same thing can be said with uh, baseball and the extra base runner rule. I heard people don't yeah. like the extra base runner rule. Yeah. Yeah, there are rules. I don't think this is anything that will ever change in hockey. No. I think they've been doing this forever. So I Well, if anything would have changed it, I think now would be the time to change it just because it's been very more vocal, in my opinion, than it's ever been. Which one are you referring to? The baseball or the... Hockey. The points. What, getting rid of the overtime points? points? Yeah, that. It's been more vocal, in my opinion. Has it been? I've heard a lot more about it. Let's put it that way. (laughs) But then again, John, think of it. John, think about it this way. We're growing up. When we were five years old, we had no idea what it meant with the point system. We just knew we won. Yeah. You know? I guess. Yeah. You know how long it took me to figure out watching a football game what those three yellow red uh not those three yellow lines meant on the screen on CBS? No. It took me so long to figure out those were timeouts. Oh. Jesus. I was probably eight when I found out when those were timeouts. Oh my. Oh. It never made sense. Okay, four-year-old, you're going to figure that out. Yeah. You know? But anyways, what? I'll say one final thought about overtime. Uh, I think if anything is then topic for debate with overtime, it's less about points, and it's more of the format in a way, because in hockey, in the regular season, they do 3v3 for five minutes, and then the shootout. And some people just want to see continuous... 3v3 until... I'd rather see a shootout. I think a shootout's more exciting. I think it... I I get the argument for both. I think the shootout ends the game quicker, and it kind of just helps out the players, because if you're playing 3v3 for so long, it will just get tiring for players. Now, in the playoffs, they don't do that. It's 5-on-5 until a goal is scored, which is I like. Yeah, I agree. uh, that's, That's what I hear in terms of topic for debate with hockey and overtime. But let's hope we're getting all of this out in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Our overtime thoughts. All right. Do you want to go through the league? Real quick? Yeah, I'll go through the league very quickly. Just each day that happened, I'm not going to go in depth with each game, but I'll just say what happened in a way, anything noteworthy. Uh, Tuesday was the first day. We already talked Blackhawks, Penguins. Uh, the Lightning and Predators played. The Lightning won 5-3. to three. One thing I could say interesting with the Lightning right now is they are not having their starting goaltender, Andre Vasilevsky, who is one of the best goaltenders in the league. He's won two Stanley Cups, and he's out for a while because he had to get back surgery, I believe it was. So they're relying on Jonas Johansson right now. He got the first victory for the Lightning, but... Yeah, they beat the Predators 5-3. to three, And then the Golden Knights won their home opener against the Kraken 4-1. to one. The next day, uh, the Maple Leafs and Canadians. The Maple Leafs won 6-5 to five in a shootout. So, going back to our overtime discussion. Because the Canadians made it to overtime, they got one point. 
and the Maple Leafs got two points. I know, Jakey. I know. But anyway, moving on. The Hurricanes got their first win against the Senators, five to three. The Bruins, who I did say they're two and zero right now, and they had some losses in free agency. They lost Patrice Bergeron. He retired, their starting center for years and former captain. Yeah, they're two and zero right now. They beat the Blackhawks, who the day before beat the Penguins. So the Bruins avenged the Penguins there. Uh, Flames beat the Jets. This was a game. The Vancouver Canucks beat the Oilers. Who the Oilers? I think I spoke positively yeah, I about that. Yeah, yeah, I spoke positively about the Oilers in one of the past episodes. I think it was under the lights and. They got killed 8-1 to one in their first game. And the Oilers used both goaltenders, and both goaltenders gave up four goals. So, actually, they had the same exact stat line, both Oilers goalies. So, Vancouver beat them 8-1, to one, and then we'll mention the next game between the two teams, because they played back-to-back, I think in a way, or they played each other two times in a row, which is kind of rare. So, but then the Avalanche beat the Kings 5-2. to two. That was Wednesday. Thursday, the Rangers beat the Sabres 5-1. to one. The Sabres aren't starting off very well. I believe they are. I should pull up the overall rankings. There they are. Sabres are 0-2 to start the season. Rangers are, they are 1-1 one one to start the season. So another game that happened, and a little spoiler for the next episode uh, for you Philly people, uh, the Eagles had a very bad loss on Sunday, but and, Flyers at least. Who else? And the Phillies are going to lose tonight. I'm calling it. I think the Diamondbacks are going to win. Are you referring to Monday night? Tonight. This is yeah horrible. Monday night yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm just making sure. We're recording this on Sunday night, so I'm just making sure. But anyway, the Flyers beat the Blue Jackets 4-2. to two. The Flyers are not supposed to be good, and I think they lost their upcoming game, which we'll get to. But Devils beat the Red Wings 4-3. to three. Predators got a rebound win against the Kraken, who the Kraken, I don't think, have a win yet to start their season. Actually, they... Yep, they are 0-2-1 right now. So they got a point in overtime. But the Stars and Blues, won, the Stars won in a shootout, 2-1. Wild beat the Panthers, 2-0. Golden Knights got their second victory against their rival, the Sharks. And then Friday, we already talked about Penguins and Capitals. They won 4-0. Coyotes beat the Devils in a shootout, 4-3. So that's why... That's why overtime is beneficial to some of these top teams, like the Devils. Uh, they were able to get a point, so that helps them in the standings. So, overtime rules. Whoa, congratulations. You made it to overtime. Woohoo. Even the overtime rules. Man. Oh, my. Uh, okay, Saturday, I'm just going to run through it briefly. Penguins won 5-2. to two. The Flyers lost to the Senators 5-2, to two, so they kind of fell off. Very quickly, Jets beat the Panthers 6-4. to four. The Panthers, the Florida Panthers, were in the Stanley Cup Finals, and they lost 6-4 to four against the Jets. The Panthers right now are, where are they? 
Where are they in the rankings? Their team is invisible to me. Holy crap. Oh, that's why they're invisible, because they're one of the worst teams in the league right now. They have no points. Uh, they're 0-2-0 right now. So they got to find a groove sooner than later. Uh, the Bruins got their second win against the Predators. So the Predators are 1-2, and two, and the Bruins are 2-0. and oh. Maple Leafs got a victory against the Minnesota Wild, 7-4. to four. Canadians beat the Blackhawks, 3-2. to two. So you're telling me the Canadians can beat the Blackhawks and the Penguins can't. That's interesting. But anyway, uh, skimming through the rest. Red Wings beat the Lightning, 6-4. to four. So the Tampa Bay Lightning struggling without Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, their backup kind of struggled in that game. Johansson. Uh, Blue Jackets beat the Rangers. And the Rangers are supposed to be good. And they lost 5-3. to three. Igor Shesterkin, who won the Vezina two years ago, did not have a good game here. So something to monitor with the Rangers. And they kind of went all in last season. They got Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. And they lost badly. So their all-in method did not work. Uh, Islanders beat the Sabres 3-2. Blues beat the Kraken 2-1. Here was the other game. The Canucks beat the Oilers 4-3. This was Casey DeSmith's first start, not as a Penguin. He is now the backup for the Vancouver Canucks. And he had 37 saves on 40 shots. So very good game for Casey DeSmith and the Vancouver Canucks there. Uh, Golden Knights beat the Ducks 4-1. to Avalanche beat the Sharks 2-1. to Hurricanes beat the Kings in a shootout 6-5. to So the Kings got a point there. I'm just, I, I'm, I just love mentioning that. So, final thing. Uh, there's actually two games going on as we are recording this episode on Sunday. Uh, the Lightning versus Senators. As we are recording, it is at the end of the second, and the Senators are up 3-2 to two against the Lightning. And then the Ducks are up 2 to nothing against the Hurricanes. So, Penguins fans, watch out for that game, because any game with a Metropolitan team is important to watch. So, Hurricanes not getting points here against the Ducks of all teams would be a sight to see. So, for all you listening on Monday, go and see what the final score was for those first two games. But that was week one, I would say. Uh, any final thoughts from you, Carlin, about week one? They they redid all these divisions, right? No. They didn't? It's been the same? The only time these divisions were different was COVID year. That was you it. sure about that? You know, if anything were to change, it might have been like one or two teams were flipped around. Yeah, you're right. You might not. You know, I never really thought about that. Yeah, Metropolitan's the same. Atlantic's the same. Yeah, maybe like in the Central and Pacific, they might have like swapped a team or two, I think for Seattle when they got added to the league. So that might have been it. But yeah, they've been. Yeah, in COVID year, they really redid it. So like all the Canada teams were in their own division. Uh, yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguins only played by like local teams and all of that. That was about. Yeah, it. you but... only played the teams in your division. That was. Yeah, yeah, that too. That was a weird year. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, thank goodness we're done with that. <laughs> that was oh, annoying. That was brutal. 
I'm not gonna lie. But any other final thoughts? Or wrap it up? Um, not really. I mean, hockey is starting off. Uh, when does NBA start? I think it's like in the October twenties, like around then. I'll to my knowledge, it might be. Hold up. It might be next week. Preseason, preseason, preseason. I think it's next week. Yes, I think you are right. Um, Yeah, I mean, we might. We're going to talk about uh, basketball as well starting up shortly. I mean, granted, basketball isn't the most exciting, exciting sport to me, in my opinion. I think there's better sports than basketball. But, I mean, we will still talk about it just because the big four will be going still by then. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, so this was our first NHL episode. It might not be like the same kind of format every week. It was week one, so there wasn't really much to talk about except the Penguins and reading off scores and all that. But we'll see each week might be a little bit different. We're kind of testing it out with NHL. We might even combine NHL, NBA in an episode just for now while football is dominant at the moment. Because, I mean, when the NFL's weekly, we'll be having NF. We have like two NFL exclusive episodes, and then uh, college football still. So those kind of dominate at the moment. So NHL, NBA, kind of have to take a back seat for now. But those honestly might get combined into one episode. We'll see though. But we'll have to fit them into the schedule soon. But yeah, NBA starts next week too so stay tuned for that and we'll continue to talk weekly about the nhl primarily the penguins they'll be like the main focus each week and then talk about the other teams besides that but the rest of the week ideally we're back on track normal schedule under the lights should drop uh, on tuesday uh, and i would love to that. correct i'm gonna correct you for like 30 seconds because john and i are about to talk about this as soon as we wrap this up so, this coming week, uh, everything will be the same. However, next week's going to be different. Oh, yeah, next week. Oh, that's next week. <laughs> that's next week. We'll get to it. But or in we order to we ain't there yet. We're not there yet. But in order to stay tuned, make sure you go follow us on all our accounts. Uh, as the week goes on, next week's will look more finalized as us. So, make sure you stay tuned for that. And also, please spread the word about this podcast. John and I love recording it doing it if you would love to be a guest make sure you go over to our instagram x whatever tiktok and ask um or if you know me or john personally or if you know i don't know someone else personally that's part of this podcast one of the ogs uh, hit them up yeah. get on yeah yeah if you want to talk about nfl Anything. nhl nba mlb football mlb Carlin needs somebody to talk about that. Hey, <laughs> I, I, got, I got someone. Calm down. Calm yeah, down. I know we're you got waiting, someone. But you, we're waiting for the postseason in. We're waiting for the postseason yeah. in. But, yeah, if you want to talk about any of the sports or you want to join us on Under the Lights or something like that, but if you want to join, just contact one of us or contact the Inside the Dome socials. But going through the rest of this week, Tuesday, Under the Lights, make sure to send in questions if you haven't already for this week. I was behind on that because I was busy, so we didn't have that many. Carlin, hopefully you can get on that too. So, 
I've been doing all the heavy lifting for Under the Lights. I'll get so. it. I'll get it. Don't you worry. Get at it. So, Under the Lights Tuesday. This week in the NFL, week six edition on Wednesday. That'll be a fun one. Uh, fantasy football ideally will return on Thursday. It's been a while since we've done that. I'm going to try and record that this week and have an Instagram post on Tuesday for waiver wire pickups. I'm going to try to get back on that since I am finally back at school for a whole week. And then college football, as always, drops on Friday. College football will be very fun to talk about. Yes, and yes, yes. It was it was a week. And I'll get a guest for it. Yeah, hopefully a guest too. I think I'll probably save the WVU game from under, under the lights. So yeah, I don't want to talk about that anymore. But yeah, as Carlin said, make sure to follow the socials, Instagram, Twitter slash X, Facebook. I just said Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. TikTok. Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. We post on YouTube Tuesdays and Fridays, so if you want to see our faces for those episodes, go to the YouTube there. You can find all the links and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, we got a fun week up ahead, so thank you all for listening. With Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.